Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. <laughs> I'm liking this test. I'm liking it a lot. You are so funny. I have to tell you a secret, though. I don't ask. I just do podcasts wherever I want. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I may need to, to republish some stuff just for you, my friend. <laughs> noises. Yeah, noises in the background are awesome. Oh, can you hear the movie playing right now? Yeah, that's kind of an accident. That's not part of the show. But, you know, seeing the setup behind the scenes. <laughs> I'll check back another time. Have a great weekend. Ooh, watch out. He's behind you. My Yachtly Crew compatriots just, whoa, I'm bracing myself on the seat here. Uh, an Instagram post about the Viper Room from Jack FM. They were making a snarky remark about uh, the people who tore down House of Blues coming along and tearing down the Viper Room. Whoa, man. I mean, we just started getting a whole bunch of great steam going on there. A lot of great vibes. I gotta say, if this is true, at least Yachtly Crew gave the Viper Room the last great years of its life. The last greatest years of its life. We kicked it off. I mean... Boy, oh boy. The Viper Room. First the House of Blues, now the Viper Room? Hmm. Let's just hope Dupar's finally found a new location, huh? Does anybody have any news about when a new House of Blues Los Angeles is going to open? Maybe that'll be a good remedy. Is getting Yachtly Crew into the new Los Angeles House of Blues. Maybe we're the first, first ones to kick it off. That wouldn't surprise me. Wow. I'm baffled. The Viper Room. Please pay your respects to the Viper Room, folks, as much as you can. I'll let you know when the next Yachtly Crew show is going to be there. Wow. I think we only have three left this year. Ideally, Viper Room will last another year. If that's the case, we'll, we'll kick it back in the shape. I've got to get a hold of Tommy Black, the general manager of the Viper Room. He was best friends with Scott Weiland. Happened to be on the tour bus when Scott died. I'd love to interview him about all that razzmatazz. And, of course, his own band, his own music. All right, folks. Uh, wow. Wow. Always appreciate what you have now. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Look at it as if you've never looked at it before and go, holy moly, look at this. Just feeling grateful. Like, wow. You know? Especially if it's, like, something that encourages you. It opens its arms to you and goes, oh, shh. Here you go. We encourage, we encourage you to just be... 
your best version of yourself. We encourage that. We want to see you be the best. That's what we want. That's what we want. That's the mission. So two and a half years you were an Uber driver? No, no. I'm working. I, no, when I started at Uber already was like four, two years. I don't know. I'm not so... This one seems to go up. Um, yeah, that's not a good street. Yeah, go I think we have to go down. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. It's a navigation work. I don't know. Maybe navigation. That other guy took us a different. Oh, this is just to my sister. So Jenny, the, that I think that guy took us a different route, coming back down, than we we're supposed to. He was just. I think he was just getting nervous. No, by guys, we have to go down for sure. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I think it's up here in the hills. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with navigation, but I can feel the go just. Residential, you know? Yeah. Hmm. We will figure out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will make it. We have a smartphone with us. Yeah. <laughs> and three and three brilliant brains. Yeah, so. Imagine a long time ago how people stop, look at the map. Yeah, the map. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, did you, did you, uh, how long have you lived out here? Uh, since 2004. So, do you remember, was the Thomas Guide around back then? Thomas do you remember guide, the Thomas yeah. Guide? <laughs> right? And then you'd have to look through all those sheets of paper yeah, and see what connects said, with yeah. what. And you go, oh, back yeah. over here, page 192. And then you'd have mm -hmm. to figure out, oh my gosh, that was crazy. Every yes. car had one of those things. Yeah, and then remember when I was excited when the first navigation came? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It's so futuristic. Yes, it's like wow. Just to think that someone something yeah. existed that knew exactly how to get somewhere. And then it that was, was amazing. amazing how you put address and he told you like where to go. <laughs> it was like so happy. Oh, oh yeah. It would like take you right there. You like you know like airplane. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now like everything in the iPhone. What's the next? <laughs> yeah. We talked with the friends and then said, oh, it's a robot may become. I said, I'm one of my robots in my kitchen. <laughs> you know? Yeah, robot, a, a kitchen robot. That oh, would be great. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's amazing. When you come home, dinner ready. That would be great. Yes. The kitchen robot. Oh, wow. It already knows what to do. It knows how to make it, cook yes. it. Yes. Oh, that'd be perfect. And clean your kitchen. Oh. Wow, can you imagine there would be certain chefs yes. that would program it to follow the way that they make things? So yes. you could actually have, like, um, let's say Wolfgang Puck, you know, ro yes. a robot following the Wolfgang Puck program right. and being the chef. So you basically, it's like having him be your personal chef. Or what's his name, Ramsey? Or what's his name, that crazy guy? He's like, you're doing it wrong. I'm telling you, you're doing it wrong. What was that guy's name? Yeah. I forgot his name. Gordon, yeah, Gordon Ramsey. You have the Gordon Ramsey uh, chef in your yeah. kitchen cooking your pancakes. Right. That would well, be so interesting. Yes. Wow, wouldn't that be interesting too if there were robots that, it, that could exercise you while you're sleeping? <laughs> so while you're sleeping, you wake up and you're like, holy cow, I didn't realize I could bench so much. It's because they've been working out all night long. Right. Like, holy cow, how can I jump so high? Right. They've been making you do squats while you're sleeping. I lose like 2,000 2, calories, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I become skinny in Lose weight face. in your sleep. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. That would be crazy. But you know Uber um, have a contract with Volvo. They're planning to put the robot car, Uber. Oh, really? Yeah. So what, self-driving car? Yeah. You can come and like everything same but without driver. Huh. The robot car come to you. He knows where he's going. And that's it. Wow. But I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, the thing is, know. is that it doesn't, um, it, it, uh, a, a computer will never replace the, the, the great personality of a human, you know, being able to have these conversations and stuff. Those, those are like, yeah, those are those key things. Yeah, computer not work, 
it's easily go to crash or something, you know? Oh, yeah. This yeah, thing. imagine how many times our computer crashes on us, you know? I mean, holy cow, if the car is a computer. Sometimes, you know, you want to talk, but some customers don't say any word. They don't want to talk. They're right. watching phone all the time and day and night. Well, you know, that could be interesting because then you could have the robot Ubers that kind of educate you about certain things. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, certain historical facts or whatnot. And one customer told me, I wish Uber we have a, like, Starbucks coffee machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> In the morning. Like, oh, yeah. Work, you have a boom, like, American. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Oh, yes. That's so true. It's what a great way of putting it. So amazing, right? Wow. You don't yeah. Have to go Anything to we can imagine now, it's going to totally happen, right? Yeah. I mean, at this point, you never know. We could have a 3D printer right here in the right. glove compartment. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I forgot my deodorant at home. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> All right, I feel better now. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to brush my teeth. <laughs> it yeah. makes the toothpaste and a toothbrush. Like, oh, okay, cool. You never know, you know, who knows? And like five years ago, when a guy brought that idea to sharks about Uber. Oh. And shark denied him. Oh, really? Yeah, they said wow. it's not going to work. And he said it will. He, he, he borrowed like $50,000 and opened up. Huh. Now it's like he make it one week, $20 million in all California. Wow. One would think that he could afford to pay the drivers a little bit more, right? Exactly. Like, pay. share that wealth. You know, and then I think it's worth it if you have your Uber drivers talk great on your behalf, going, wow, I love this company. This is a great company. Yes. Like, if you hear that, that's much better than hearing, a lot of times I'll hear Uber drivers complain about this sort of rat race, kind of like the hamster wheel aspect of it. Others, they have a great time. They love it. They're, they're very very abundant in the money they're making and they're, they love their customers and you know it's interesting to hear the various attitudes and the ways that their livelihood reflects that it's really interesting you know for me Uber I think uh, I do part time as a transitional it's work I think but uh -huh. as a main like main job it's I know to make money oh, shoot, I'm just gonna turn you this down. have to have a you have to work like 15 hours oh, wow. to make money. Wow. 10 hours. Imagine you driving from 6 in the morning until 6 in the evening. Yeah. In the car all the time, constantly in Los Angeles traffic. I think it's ridiculous. To now, I heard that there's surge pricing. Now, if someone were to oh, only no, do no surge more. pricing. No more. Oh, no, no more, more surge pricing? No more. It, when I started four years ago, wow, it was like that. In three hours, you make it $100. Oh, wow. I swear. In three hours, in two and a half. When wow. Charge, I, I used to remember I went out when I just started. I went out nine o'clock at night and and I end up like 12. One, I make it $100, $130 and go home all day. Wow. Now, for $130, you have to work seven hours. Oh. Six, seven hours. Yes. Oh, wow. It's not, first of all, more Uber drivers come up, you know, at that at before it's not was that big computer what's wrong what's wrong with him uh, and then the 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 price went down hmm. before it was mile 130 i think now it's 90 cents plus interesting no yeah i mean it's okay for i think for just transitional but for whole you can uh, just not. drop us off you know yeah, near no. near here if you'd like i mean it's okay Mm -hmm. It's make you, like, for example, somebody study, mm -hmm. doing something, yeah, as a transitional, it's okay, but for whole, like, for whole day, I don't know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, guys. Wow. Well, thank you. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. All right. And you take care. Have a you great too. day. You too. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Enjoy your evening. Bye-bye. I talked to a lot of these Uber drivers, and it's always intriguing to me to find out how long they've been driving, you know, what they like most well, about it. So, what, how long have you been driving? It depends, but I'm driving like almost four hours. Oh, four hours in the day? You no, know, and one day like ten hours. Oh. Just only in weekend I'm working. That's oh, okay. It. Yeah. So you restrict your times of driving for only the weekends? Yes, that's what I'm And what times do you usually like on the weekends? What are your uh, favorites? On Friday, Four o'clock I will start uh, till two o'clock at night. Oh, two o'clock at night? Yeah. 
Do you pick up uh, drunk people out in front of the, well, the taverns? Yeah, different people. Yeah, some people are afraid to pick up those drunk people, but not you. You're ready to you're ready to pick them up. Have you ever had anyone uh, throw up in your car? Uh, well, no. Oh, that's good. Then now nobody. Because that's a that's like a. You know that's one of the risky one of the risky moves about picking up a drunk person, right? Because you don't know if they're going to throw up at any second. Well, I cannot blame them. Yeah. Yeah, we are human beings. Yeah, yeah, very it, true. It happens. Yeah, it happens to the best very of us. Very yeah. Yes, human beings. We can make it happen. We will clean it. That's not big deal. Yeah. Do you um? Do you, like when you go out at, at around 2 a.m., do you usually put plastic sheets in the car just in case anyone throws up so uh, it, it catches it? Well, no. Oh. No. Oh, gotcha. You don't prepare for it? No, I'm not prepared. Oh, gotcha. Um, she, she, uh, Jenny, you were telling me that you were out in front of some place and you saw some guys trying to get in an Uber and the Uber just drove away, right? Like they're just like wobbling around. and. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, how many years have you been driving? Uh, well, like almost three years. Oh, three years. And do what do you like best about it? Being your own boss, maybe? Yeah, well, yeah. I thought it was just something we can and work in the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during the, uh, the week, I'm going to college. Oh, you're going to college? Uh, what are you studying? I study mathematics, English, that's it. Oh, you. what do you like best about math? Well, I just started. And fall, I, and fall, I just started. Oh, gotcha. From the beginning. And I'm so weak. Do you like it so far? Uh, well, I haven't started yet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I will start in fall. So three years being an Uber driver. Do, do you like driving? Do you like being out there on the road? Uh, well, yeah. At, at the beginning it was hard. Right now I used to. Mm-hmm. The GPS probably helped, right? Yeah. It helps I, you figure stuff out a little bit. Of course. Uh, I still so need hard. that. Um, so... What's the farthest you've ever driven? How far? What's the farthest? Like, has like you ever driven anyone? 15 miles, 14 miles. 14 miles? Uh, no, 15 miles, 16 miles far away. So you've One never... time I went to uh, back and forth to uh, San Diego. Oh. Last year, I think. San Diego. Yeah, I've met a couple of Uber drivers who have driven to, to San Diego. What's the farthest you would drive? What do you think would be the farthest you would drive? Well, if someone paid you to like, let's say go to Arizona or... Um, well, I'm not going there because, yeah, I have my schedule. Yeah. yeah. So what would you do in that case? Would you just cancel the ride right away? Or? Well, I will kindly apologize. I think I will not go. Now, can you put something in Uber where you, it tells you, like, okay, I only want to work in this area? You know, like, no, can you limit no, it, or does no, it... No, no, no. Oh, I see. It'll just yeah, take you, you wherever... Cannot, yeah, you cannot limit it. It depends on customer. It depends mm. on right, where they're going. You have to... Oh, it's, it's like a snake. Mm. Oh, my God. Where we are going? Oh, the street? No, where we are heading. Oh, we're going to, to uh, Laurel Canyon. Yeah, there's a big festival out there called the Love Street Fest. I was going to ask you about that. What really? do you know about? Yeah, what do you know about Laurel Canyon? The I musicians back in the day. No, I, I really don't know. I'm just driving. Oh, gotcha. Well, uh, you know the Doors. Are you a fan of the Doors, Jim Jim Morrison? Come on, baby, light my fire. You wear that song? No. By the Doors? Well, those guys used to live on it. Uh, on uh, Laurel Canyon, and so did a whole bunch of other musicians way back in the day. The Mamas and the Papas, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, uh, the Monkees, all these guys, and they all used to collaborate with each other. They all used to work with each other. So sometimes John Lennon would show up to Mickey Dolan's house, and they were jamming. You know, all of a sudden, then Brian Wilson shows up from the Beach Boys, and they're they're 
they would just record and, and, and create all kinds of crazy magic. Um, just amazing music. And so where you're taking us, there's a big festival um, going on there in honor of a song that the Doors put out called Love Street. And the song that he made, Love Street, was all about Laurel Canyon. It was all about that street he called Love Street. And uh, so it's a very historical, musically historical um, uh, celebration, so to speak. So it's going to be very exciting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if, who knows, maybe some of the, the uh, members of the Doors might show up. Or, uh, you never know. Yeah, you never know in these kinds of cases, uh, especially living in California, huh? Have you ever, full of surprises. Oh yeah, full of surprises. <laughs> Have you ever picked up any uh, celebrities? Any any uh, um, anybody like that? No, no. Not even in disguise uh, or anything. I'm working with World of Wonder production company. World of Ru Wonder? Yeah, RuPaul. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, so you work you He's work in the friend. industry. Oh, RuPaul is your friend. Yeah. And so what do you do? What do you do for that? I'm security guard. Oh, you're security. Holy cow. Okay. Do you carry a taser gun? Yeah, I have. Yeah, you got to uh, you got to have, have one of those. I'm all set. You got a powerful flashlight? Yeah. I do. That's awesome. So, the name of the TV show is called Wow. Yeah, Wow. And then do you know uh, James and Jim. It's what? Are you asking me a question? James and Jim. James and Jim. James and Jim. James and Jim. James and James. Yeah. No, no, I don't know who those people are. They are queen. Okay. Drag queens. Yeah. And so they work on the show. Mm hmm. Gotcha. And what do they do? What do they talk about? Nothing big deal. Just talking. <laughs> I they, really don't know. Do they I'm talk? I'm just outside. Uh, how long have you been working on that show? Not, I'm just working in the office. Oh, in the office, the yeah, security guard for the office. Yeah, for the office. And then, uh, how long did you do that for? For almost two years. Well, how do you like it so far? What do you think that you ultimately would like to do? Like, in addition to driving Uber, what else do you like doing? Well, right now it's hard to depend. It depends. So like what? Do yeah. you like to read? Yeah. Yeah, you like to read? What do you what do you like to read most? Well, history. Oh, history. Oh, that's cool. So you like reading history and here you are, you're taking us to a historical landmark. Yeah. So you get to see local history before your very eyes. Uh, I wish that I'm reading. Oh no, you will. When you drop us off, you'll be in the middle of it. You'll have no choice. Yeah. It'll be so funny. You'll be experiencing history against your will. <laughs> we, pro we one thing we promise is that you will be experiencing history against your will very shortly, but blissfully too because it's uh it's music. Do you like music history? No. Oh, I'm what kind? What kind of uh, what kind of history do you like the most? Well, like in our country, that's it. Oh, your what country are you from? I'm from Afghanistan. Afghanistan. So you really like Afghanistan? Afghanistan yeah, history? Yeah. And what, what's some of your favorite stuff about the history? Well, what do you like we most? Empire, we were big deal. Right now, they destroy our country. Who's destroying your country? Bad people politics. Hmm. Do you know why, they, why do they want to do that? Because they are getting advantage of our country. We are a very wealthy country in the world. The wealthiest country in the world? Yeah, they are taking, taking our underneath. Oh. We are a wealthy country. And so because it's a wealthy country, people want to have some of that, uh, yeah. that wealth? Yeah, that's the economy left or not. Only... Oh my God. So I believe you're going... I think you're going... Uh, let's see. This All right, is that Ventura down there? I'm trying to think which way is the is the right see. way. Oh one. yeah, I think we do go left. Uh, yeah, I think it's left. Laurel Canyon, good job. This is great. This is great. We're taking a tour. Look at all this nature. It's beautiful. You're you're traveling through 
history right now as we speak. This is history. So, okay, you're going to wind down past Mulholland Drive. You're going to go past Mulholland Drive there. And it'll be right oh down there. Oh my God, look at this. Yeah, there's a big festival happening. So you'll be able to see the market that uh, Jim Morrison used to hang out at. He used to, you know, I'm sure get orange juice at and whatnot. Oh yeah, down the... Yeah. Over the hill and through the woods. All right, here we go. Oh yeah, you've been here many times? Yeah, wow. Tonight I came like two times. Yeah. Really? So people no, were asking you to drop time. them off here? Yeah. Wow. So see, now you know. Isn't that awesome? You, this, this is that moment, that epiphany where you, you're starting to realize, oh, that's where all those people were going. Wow. Look at this. Are you experiencing deja vu right now? <laughs> I know I would be if I were you. Not, yeah. This... Like, that's holy like cow, I'm in a loop. I can't seem to get out of the loop. I'm stuck in this. I'm magnetized to this loop. Woo, 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 woo. And keep coming back here. You'll probably take some more people here before the end of the night, too. And then you can tell them. You can be like, oh, you're going to that Love Street fest, aren't you? I know it. I can see it in your eyes. You're going to Love Street. Oh, it was Kirkwood. That was the main... Um, Kirkwood and Laurel Canyon. So ideally, ideally it's right down here. I'm, I'm thinking, because that market is will be coming up to the uh, to the left. And you know, one of those little houses back there. That's where Jim Morrison used to live, as legend as legend has it. And either that place or one of these places, Houdini used to live in. And apparently there are catacombs under there. I, I had heard that that was the case, and then I heard it was an urban legend, and then I heard, no, no, that was, the, that was real. So I haven't quite figured that out. Oh, it's telling you up here? Yeah, I helped a woman move some furniture up in these parts at one point. Andy Kaufman actually used to live up up near here, I believe. Once there's a, there's a street called Green Valley Road he used to live off of. I'm getting a feeling, sir, that... Oh, is this actually taking you up here? Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I'm falling Oh, I gotcha, gotcha. I feel like we're going to be one of those people walking down there. This is fascinating, all these different houses up here. Isn't it interesting when you see how different people live and the kinds of houses they choose? I mean, some of those houses are just dangling off the edge of a mountain and it's held up by a couple of poles. It's so intriguing to me. And some of these guys just way up, way up in the hills with these steep driveways. Every time I go up in the hills, I wonder if I'm going to see David Lynch's house. I keep hoping I'm going to see it. All I have to go on is that it has thin windows. That's all I know. Tall, thin windows, like a rectangle. At least that's what it was in um, Lost Highway. Oh, that looks like a castle up there. That's pretty cool. So you're saying you've, you've gone through this earlier today to drop people off? Oh, wow, that's amazing. Incredible. And it's the best time to stock up on salon professional hair care at the Ulta Beauty Jumbo event. Get up to 50% off jumbo-sized bottles of shampoos and conditioners.
practitioners from most loved brands like Brightkin, Matrix, and Virology. You'll also get free gifts and purchase from wow. Matrix like Dry Bar, Living Proof, and Diva Curl. But if you want it's quite a snake. Yeah. Maybe this is what Jim Morrison meant in his song, Ride the Snake. He was probably talking about this street. Ride the snake! Everyone thought it was perfect. Yeah, ride to the lake, ride the snake! Hop in a canoe, go fishing! Yeah, it was an up east side. Yeah, go fishing! Fishing! Wowzers. Wow. All these houses up here. Oh, there might be some more people. Alright. So we have no service in this area. Somehow this is going through to Anchor. Johnny and I couldn't seem to find the proper Laurel Canyon spot, so. This, in fact, will be the show about us not going to it. So, Jenny, what, uh, where do you think, where do you think we zigged instead of zagged? I think we should have stayed on Laurel Canyon instead of making that right up into the hills. It's what I'm imagining too. I don't too. think it's up there in the hills. I think it's down, down Laurel Canyon somewhere. I was imagining it was close to the, uh, the market. Yeah, that little market that's up kind of... That's what I was thinking, around there somewhere. And then we met that lady at the top of the mountain who had some wisdom. And that came at a time when about three or four other cars happened. We were at the top of the spot where you could either go up someone's driveway, down someone else's driveway, turn left into someone else's driveway. And there was this car that was just parked there, this truck. And we're like turning around. We're trying to figure out what's going on here. And while we're there talking, all of a sudden there are these other cars that are trying to get into these parking lots. And it turns out two of them lived in the one area. So we were, you know, in their way. I mean, who would have thought out of all those moments in time, that's that moment in time. We could have picked any, anywhere to go at any time. Um, so you think we should just kept going down, down towards the market? Yeah. I think we went straight down. It would have been down there somewhere. Right now, to the best of your knowledge, where are we? To the best of my knowledge, I think this is West Hollywood. Because we're off Sunset. Sunset and Crescent Heights. Crescent Heights turns into Laurel Canyon. Eventually, if you go up this side, eventually it turns into Laurel Canyon. And uh, it's actually... And yeah, just right up. Up the hill, down the hill a little bit, and then there it is. And uh, that's probably where the Love Street Festival is happening. What do you, what do you imagine would have been going on there, Jen? Um, probably lots of music and maybe some painting and um, oh, stuff like that. Could this be? Are you are you here for number ten? <laughs> oh, it looks good. It looks very good. I'll be right back with yours, though. Oh, thank you. I love it. I love it. So we're here at uh, Veggie Grill. Near Star Starbucks Coffee. I'm drinking black tea. That was the closest caffeinated thing they had here. I wore my monkey's t-shirt. I got my monkey's t-shirt on. <laughs> and I got with Dor Dory when we were out in AZ. I almost called her Dorty. 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 Only she would know why Dorty. Because if I say more that it's... But Dorty. 
There's a brownie here. The I never learned to share brownie. Gluten-free organic chocolate. And reminds me of this thing that uh, Craig Spivak. Did you did you meet Craig yet? No. The stand-up comedian. Uh, it sounds familiar. I might have seen him at a, at a show, a comedy show. He found behind a Starbucks last night like fifty pounds worth of like sandwiches they had thrown out they're still wrapped up and they were totally like untouched un like just as if they had just been thrown out and just all these sandwiches um cookies brownies stuff to, to, uh, homeless people they really ought to bring them the homeless people right they're still wrapped up and everything it's not like it's just yeah you know open food well my friend Tiffany used to work at Starbucks next door when I worked at Barnes Noble and they would come by at the end of the night. They're like, hey, do you guys want any of these sandwiches? And I would get like two or three of these sandwiches, a pesto sandwich and like a couple others. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Yes. And they're like, we have to throw it out. We have to throw it out. And I'm like, what? Um, there's this thing that I had heard before that people couldn't, th- um, that employees had to throw out food because otherwise they could get sued if yeah, the food was like too. parasitic or, you know, it's something tired. like that. I don't know. Hello there. Hello. All right. Crispy cauliflower? Yes. Then I know, I know this is yours. <laughs> How did you know that? Oh my god. You were so excited talking about it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, so my, my, my excitement echoed echoed through the through the Yeah, I felt it. I felt it. I was like you know, Oh my god. It was amazing. When I when I looked at the menu and I saw I mean I immediately I had the Frankenstein image, you know, kind of thing in my mind, like, okay, I want the chicken thing and then I see this pretzel sandwich. Wait, what if I could have them have them together in the same thing. And when he said yes, I was so happy. I was so happy. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you want, we're going to give you. Okay? I, I love that. that. All right. Oh my God. Thank you so much. What kind of food did you? Food items did you get, Jen? I got a flatbread with artichoke. Why do you think that they're trying to tempt people to choke? When they were when put the word choke in the middle of the vegetable, do you think they're trying to get people to choke? It's not very nice. I'm not that's sure. not nice at all. I hope that's not what they're doing. It's definitely. Mmm. Mmm. I'm chewing on ketchup with fries dipped in it. Mmm. 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 My favorite way to eat ketchup. Mmm. 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 More later. More later. Did I close that all the way, Jen? Yeah. Oh, hello. Very spacey in here, man. Wow. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like uh, the TARDIS. Do you ever watch Doctor Who? No. You're not a Doctor Who fan? (laughs) Um, Do you know what it is, though? Yeah, you know, I've I've been meaning to watch it. (laughs) Um, Do you know what the TARDIS is? No. So the TARDIS is the blue box that he flies around in. It's kind of like a, an old telephone booth, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, he flies around in this thing, and it looks just like a regular telephone booth, but when you go inside, it's huge on the inside, huge on the inside. And so your car kind of reminded me of the TARDIS, because on the outside, it looks like a small car, and you get inside, and you're like, whoa, look at all the room in here. It's uh, kind of an optical illusion, really. How long have you been driving Uber? Uh, like three years. Oh, cool. I think only the front seat is is uh, uh, spacious. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so fit into little spots too with the you know, street parking. Oh yeah, Jen, do you got room back there? Yeah. Um. So do you get kind of like being your own boss? Yeah. Uh, actually, I can't go to every area, mm. uh, especially now in Koreatown. Um, there's a gang there that tried to kill me. What? Really? Yeah, it's, what? it's called MS-13. How do they try to kill you? Um, you know, once they came out in front of my car with a gun when I stopped in their neighborhood at night. Are you serious? Yeah. Scary. 
Oh my um, gosh. And it was, you know, it was a kid. He, he looked like he's like 16 or something. Whoa. Um, and, you know, I think it's always because of my appearance. They thought, like, maybe I'm a, like, Hispanic gang member or something. And then um, the next time uh, I went to a neighborhood, like, a, probably like a half a mile away from there, um, one of them started walking up to my car uh, with a gun. Um, and, yeah, right then a cop was um, just pulling up next to me. Um, and, you know, it, like, well, well, like, I'm, I'm Christian, so I, um, you know, like, I believe that, you know, Jesus, you know, he, he protects us, um, you know, from these kind of situations, and, mm -hmm. <clears throat> like, the crazy part is, is, uh, before that happened, I would, like, you know, I could, like, feel, like, um, his presence, like, he's with me. Wow. Yeah, I didn't understand. So you felt calm as this situation was going on? I feel on? like he's, like, with you, like, you know, if somebody's, like, um... I don't know, I can't even explain it, just like, um, you just feel them. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I kept feeling that way, like, two nights in a row before that happened, and, um, then right after that happened, um, you know, I stopped on Western in Santa Monica, and, um, he was walking up, up to my car to kill me, and, um, then when he saw the cop, he was just, like, walking by my car with his eyes just, like, bulging out of his head, just, um, I think he knew the cop would have killed him. So this is happening when you have gone to Koreatown? Yeah. When people take you out there? They're all in, uh, all over East Hollywood, Koreatown, um, uh, Westlake, uh, Rampart. Uh, but it's, you know, certain streets and certain, like, blocks. Um, they kind of just ruin the whole neighborhood for everyone. So how can you... Will Uber let you do that? Will like say, okay, these are the neighborhoods I will not go to, or how do you do that? You know, when I work over here in West Hollywood or Beverly Hills, I see that like a lot less. Um, I'm gonna turn on Highland because it is gonna be really um, oh yeah packed right now. Um, I, I see there's a lot less trip trips out there or like to um, like the ghetto in general because um, you know everybody in, on the west side of town is like a little bit. Um, wealthier mm -hmm. so, so you pretty much like with when you go to pick up fares in this area you notice it kind of bounces people back and you know forth kind of only in this area um well like the um people that you know hang out in the rich part of town they you know they don't really go to the ghetto that much mm -hmm. and it's always like in the ghetto that I had problems because just because of their, like, um, suspicions of who I might be. So how many times in a row did that, did that happen? Um, it, with that gang, uh, it, it happened, like, um, like a few times, but that was, like, the, the last straw, like, for me not to go there anymore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've been in different parts of town, and, you know, I've had, um, you know, gang members, like, you know, pull up next to me, and, like drive next to me and act like they're gonna do something. Oh, so but they're scary. Yeah, they're they're just like um testing you like to um see what you'll do. Yeah, like if you're if you're um you're gonna throw gang signs or you're gonna Yeah. It's good you have the cameras to see that. I see a lot more Uber drivers have the cameras in their car now. Oh yeah. It's a good idea. It's so brilliant. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be such a, a lifesaver, being able to have the camera in the car. Yeah, I, I think I got it, um, like, after that happened. Yeah. So does it, does it do, like, a time lapse, or how do you know how it's, like, does it, how much memory does it have? Oh, it just keeps continuing, um, I think it continues for, like, like, a whole week or something. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And then it just, like, records over, um you know, the last week. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So do you then hook this up to your computer or something and, like, try to download any of the, the video footage? No, there, there's, like, a chip in there, and you could take it out and, um, you know, watch the video on, on your computer. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Wow, that would actually be a really... Now that I think about it, that'd be a great idea for a movie. Like, if you were to... 
let's see, I'm trying to think how, how that, that could work. Like, yeah, if you shot the whole movie right through the camera, and maybe you plan it, maybe it's in the day in the life of an Uber driver, someone who, you know, does that kind of, um, uh, that kind of job, and they're picking up just strange people and strange people, it might be an interesting movie to see something like that, which reminds me of, have you ever seen uh, Time Code? No. Time Code is a movie that, <clears throat> um, basically it has four screens on it, and they all take place within, I think it's Los Angeles, yeah, they all take place within Los Angeles, but just different areas, but they're all going at the same time, and it's cool because there'll be times where you're seeing the same scene, but from a different perspective. And there's only one time where I actually saw one of the other cameramen in there. And yeah, I think that'd be kind of a cool, um, especially if this runs for as long as it does, you could already set up like a two hour, almost like a play, I'm thinking. And you already go, okay, cool. At this time, we're gonna pick up this person, they're gonna have this line of dialogue, or to drop them off here, and then psh, go over to this place, that person will be waiting, you got your dialogue, and it would just be this one continuous thing. God, that would be cool. Do you make movies? I'm always writing down ideas, and I, I actually, you know, I do act in them, and I do help with behind the scenes and stuff. There's a movie called Black Pumpkin that I recently, um, uh, shot and that's actually going to premiere at a film festival that I helped co-organize co called the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival and so every year, this year it's going to be September 28th or the 29th, uh, September 28th through October 4th I think in uh, Lem Lemley's NoHo 7 in uh, North Hollywood and I used to want to be a writer oh yeah? Yeah. Do you, do you uh, frequently come up with ideas while you're driving around? No, not anymore. Um, yeah, I've been having like this crazy stuff going on in my life, so it kind of takes your, your mind off of everything. Mm -hmm. What do you like to do outside of driving Uber? What are some of your, in, in addition to riding, what, el what else do you like? Video games? Do you like play video video games? No, you know, like I'm I'm like, you know, people would say I'm really hardcore like Christian, so I, I kind of abstain from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I guess I take it to like an extreme level. Do you, do you, are you happy with your life? Um, no. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Um, like Jesus said, he he who you know hates his life in this world will, will um, you know, is going to have eternal life. And uh, what, what we Christians, like, um, you know, are, are more, um, we have our mindset to is like what's, what's coming, not really like what's right now. So, you know, there are Christians who f figure out ways of being able to have a very, very happy life. And, um, and so, you know, between here and when they die, they can actually die in their death by going, you know what, I really enjoy my life. Now, do you, do you think that it's necessary for you to live your life with, you know, for the rest, let's say 90 years, it's 110 years you live on this planet. Do you want to live unhappy that whole time? Um, I mean, do you think no, Jesus I'm, wants us to be miserable? No, no. Um, but, you know, it seems like everything is a sin. I'm a Christian. Um, like I, I grew up Christian, but then I, I like fell away in high school, mm -hmm. which I, I think a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was, um, yeah, it was two thousand. It was almost exactly eight years ago. Like I, I um, you know, came back to God. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, after that, some crazy stuff started happening in my life. Like good stuff? No. Um, I started having this thing, it's called like sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like you wake up but you can't move. And, um, 
but for me it was worse. Like people uh, describe the same thing, um, but like for me it was a lot worse. I could feel um, like, like um, entities like choking me or like sitting on me, and um, like those, those are demons. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like sound like some crazy Uber driver or something, but well, I'll tell you, I uh, I when I well, <clears throat> I did extra work for Pirates of the Caribbean two and three for that movie, and they flew me out to Exuma, uh, Bahamas, and while I was there in the hotel room in the motel or wherever it was, the place where I was sleeping, I slept with all the windows, you know, all the lights on. The closet open, and still that night I had a, a nightmare, basically, or ex an experience similar to what you're saying, where I felt like it was a big, like a claw hand holding my neck, and I goes like, ah, bah, bah, bah. I could barely breathe, and I remember feeling held there in my sleep and waking up and feeling like just trapped, and I couldn't move, and. I think I, I said something like, in Jesus' name, I, I, like, get out of here. You know, I denounce you, get out of here. And it, it did, like, uh, loosen, loosen up, and I, I didn't feel anything. It just disappeared. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't think you're crazy. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I just, I love hearing stories like this. Because um, it's, it's such an unnatural, you know, story to hear. And it's, it's just intriguing to me. So, ever since you got back into Christianity, you started noticing more of these dreams? Yeah. Um, there was, I think the worst one was when, um, actually, I think, the, yeah, definitely the worst one was, like, right when I repented. Um, like, after that, I had, like, you know, that kind of nightmare, and I couldn't wake up, I couldn't go to sleep for two, two nights straight. Mm. Um, there's just been a few of them. <laughs> so, what do your um, do? You, do you go to church? Yeah. What do your church people tell you about it? Oh, like we, like they know, you know, about you know, there's a, you know, a dark dark side, I guess. Um, you know, there there are evil spirits, and uh, there's a world that we can't see, but mm -hmm. you know, if you're kind of, I guess, into into it, you can feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The more you like, kind of start going, the more you start, um, you know, um, you know, like you start sinning less and less, and um, the more you follow Jesus Christ, and the more you do what, what he, you know, his commands, then the more Satan is gonna, um, you know, try to torment you and try to get you off of that. Um, that uh, walk, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I think everything the Bible says is true. Um, but you know, people think that we Christians like hate, you know, um, gay people or something like that. That's that's stupid. Um, because um, you know, Jesus taught us to even even to love our enemies and like, you know. Just because someone is gay or something doesn't mean they're even our enemies. And even if someone was our enemy, we we would still love them. But that's like a real Christian. That's not a um, you know, like um, someone like those uh, Westboro Baptist churches that are um, they're they're not Christian. They're just um, you know, they're they're very just hate hate filled and you know, not not of God. Do you feel the people at your church? Does everyone have have a joy joyful time when they put on church sermons and stuff? Is everyone like feeling really good and pumped up and like yeah, it's, a it's, part of the, the the great spirit that comes from God? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I go to a Russian church. I'm mm. I'm, I'm uh, half Ukrainian, so um, like we mostly just worship. It's not really um, you know like too much talking is, is just um, something called liturgy. Uh, they call it divine liturgy. Um, so it's like um, 
you know, like uh, singing and like um, it, it's just worship basically. Mm. And then how how many hours does that go for? Uh, sometimes it's like uh, an hour or like you know maybe two. If okay. It's usually one to two hours. What kind of activities do you guys do outside of church? Um. I just work. <laughs> well, like, does your church go do uh, field trips or anything? No, not really. Um, you know, everyone kind of, like, goes their own way. Um, or I'm, I'm sure people, like, um, you know, keep in touch. But me, I'm, I'm very, like, I have, like, uh, anxiety, which I'm sure, I'm sure it's, like, noticeable by my voice and by my, by my demeanor. So I just kind of um, try to work as much as possible and... Well, th thank you so much oh, for the. Oh it? yeah, well it's just right there. It's just, it's. Yeah, the green. <clears throat> thank you so much, and uh, you take care, man, and and may your uh, anxiety go away. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you can go your own way. there you go folks um, two uber drivers did not reach the location however we got some extra stories you know that's always the great consolation prize is, is the the stories you get and the time you get to share with the loved ones I think that's the that's the main one of the, the main messages we get to learn today I got a chance to hang out with Jenna. We went on a field trip, went around, and uh, now we're back. Now we're back in town. Uh, if you feel so inclined to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kitty, kitty. If you feel so inclined to vote for... Black Pumpkin, please, uh, I'm sorry, no, uh, in Sparta Projecto, I'm thinking of a few different things here. I feel like um, voting for in Sparta Projecto for best arts podcast, please feel free to do that at podcastawards.com. We are nominated for best arts podcast and also... The Adam Curry Award. Kitty, kitty. And a lot of you have actually contributed to these episodes. Those of you who have called in, left your crazy messages, messages. I gotta say, Maria Humphreys is a really cool lady. She's got a great podcast, great outlook on life. She listens to your podcast, and then she leaves you comments about it. And it's fun because sometimes you don't know if it's a comment about a, a current podcast, a past podcast, and sometimes that, the interesting thing is I make so many of these things, I forget what I said in, in some of these podcasts and what I didn't say. So it's fun when she leaves these comments, I get to go, oh, okay, is she, is she referring to this? Is she referring to that? If she's referring to this thing, which I think she is, what did I say in that thing? And it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Please go listen to her podcast. She is just drumming up good vibes. Good vibes. Thank you, everybody, for put, putting your... Uh, putting your projects out there into the world enabling folks to be inspired by the things that you create um, that's a big deal because you know we all need to, we all need to laugh we all need to laugh in life we all deserve to celebrate uncontrollably um, 
just full-on chortles, full-on chortles, full-on, full-on guffaws, yuck yucks, and all that razzmatazz. You know what I'm talking about. You've done, you've, you've experienced it yourself. All right, folks. This is Insprado Projecto Radio. We'll see you next time. Keep that in mind. P.S. Thank you, Jonathan Garside from Forgotten Tales, for the amazing intro.